Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, hi, everyone. This is uh, David Flatman. Um, I'm alongside Tom Shanklin for the Flats and Shanks podcast. Um, Shanks is trying to interrupt because my beginning hasn't been sufficiently upbeat for him. But let's do this. Let's remember last week, shall we? Oh, I can't even, well, I can't even remember it, to be honest. Oh. It was all a blur. I thought you were going to say, I'm David Flatman, a.k.a. Rhino, whatever you, whatever you call yourself these days. What do I call myself? Um, Flatman Ace. Ace. Shooter. Shooter, uh, Flatopus, um, suck frilled Flatopus. Yeah, um, this is it. This is the Flash and Shanks podcast. It's the last one, um, realistically, of 2021, isn't it? Realistically, ah, it's got to be really, isn't it? I mean, let's have a week. We're off not even sure the rugby's going to go ahead this weekend. No, well, I'm not. No, uh, could be behind closed doors, maybe, but then they're derbies and it's oh, a massive mate. revenue stream, so you'd want it to be played. With oh, the mate. Oh mate, there's only Just... like there's only probably four or five games teams can actually, you know, earmark as being right. This is this is going to be a sellout. We're going to sell this yep. much food. All the boxes will be taken. The booze, yep. the lot. Um, so, yep, kill up. Just I had to cancel my Christmas party. Have you? Yes, tomorrow we're going to have it in Custom House in Panath Marina. You might be not anymore, are you? No, not anymore. Um, so I'm double jabbed and boosted. I just am I safe? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Tommy, am I safe from it? Fine. I um, touch wood, it worked. But everyone keeps lots of people keep saying they felt a bit groggy for a couple of days. But overall, fine. After that, fine. But I, I felt nothing. Yeah, well, nothing after. Lots of people want to comment because they've had a bad effect from the booster you don't hear the people saying 
commenting saying, oh, I was fine, do you? you? You only hear the bad news. Whoever tagged in a train company on social media to say thanks for getting th- thanks for the train being on time, nobody. Correct. It's only bad news, fella. People only want to hear bad news these days. I've got mine on Wednesday and I'm a little bit worried. Why? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Why? Mm, because I'm not sure the needle's going to go into my arm. They might Why? take a few attempts. Why? Because you're um, thick-skinned, matri- hard-skinned. Matrix guns. 21s. Yeah. Yep. Hypertrophy on the arms. Still doing 21s, are you? Yeah. Seven, for for the for those of you that don't do Shanks' Matrix 21s, that's seven um, to ni- seven lifts to 90 degrees, seven lifts from 90 to 180 degrees. So seven lifts halfway up, seven lifts from halfway to all to, to the top, and then seven full lifts. Is that right? God, it's a deep burn. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, so that's my only worry because I'm actually quite lean at the moment. And I suppose mm. there's other areas that they can inject if need be. Oh, well, I have mine in the sole of my foot. Yeah. Um, and a guy next to me had his in his tongue. So they can do it all sorts of places. Um, um, I went. I went to... Uh, try on a t-shirt earlier I went to get some new gym stuff and um, I I said to the bloke what size do you reckon I am and he goes oh you'll get away with an XL mate I said oh nice one XL too small double XL too small Ooh. triple XL maybe and I think I might have put on some weight was this an American brand as well no it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't Gant, and it it wasn't Gant that goes up to twelve XL or whatever it is, and it wasn't Giacomo. <laughs> I tell you, Hugo Boss comes up quite small, so should we just say Hugo Boss? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Just for you know, I don't care. I, the thing is, I don't massively care about gym gears. I've got. I've been to the gym this morning. I wasn't going to mention it, and I've got shit gears on. I've got a T-shirt. I might have told you this before. It's got holes in it, but Frankie I got it on a, a Nike kit drop when I was 19. Mm. So I've had it for 22 years and I've still got it. It's fine. I still wear that all the time. It's got holes in it. I don't care. But I did think, I do hate, the last few times I've been, I thought I'm wearing shorts and I hate the ones I'm wearing. So I'm going to get some new ones. Just imagining your t-shirt now is like a, an old Ralph Lauren shirt, you know, where it's really solid and, and stiff under the armpits. From all, <laughs> from all the sweat, no matter how many times you wash it, that yellow stuff don't come out. Um, it's not actually. It is a. It's a knackered old thing, but I won't throw it away. I, what I'm gonna, what I'd like to do is. So a mate of mine did it. Um, he owns a bar in town, and he's done very well for himself. And he's got a supercar, and mm. well done him. He went to Lululemon and said, "Right, I ne- he never go. He said, I never buy clothes shopping, but I like going to." Is is Lululemon good? And I said, oh, mate, it's it is genuinely. I'm not an ambassador for them, by the way. This is not a plug. It is expensive, yeah, but it is unbelievably high quality. No, 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 I won't be. Um, it is unbelievably. High. It's amazing stuff. Like if I had all the money, I would just throw my entire kit drawer in the bin or a charity shop and just wear that. And I think he went in. I think he did that. I think he's like, oh, these tracksuit bottoms are nice. I'll have five pairs. Yeah. Socks twenty pairs. Shorts five pairs. T-shirts five. Sweatshirts five. Yeah. Coat hat bag and now he's like i don't need to buy anything else for 10 years i'm like that like every five years though i'll just go to bista yeah that's better way what um what do you make out of like obviously you go to the gym regularly and you see a lot of the regulars there 
people who wear the same gym gear every day. Oh, it's such a thing. But exactly the same, you know, like a yeah, a black t-shirt, black shorts, same shoes. Like you get it with golf as well. I've got a couple of mates, like they buy an outfit and that is it every single time. I'm like, oh come on, like you just you're wearing it to death now. It's like a new shirt or a new jumper. You know, let it breathe. Wear something different. Or are you like are you all for it? I'm well actually, Tom. You um, I'm not I w- no, I wear different stuff every time because I just wear whatever is at the top of the drawer. And but what I would like to do, I, I just can't bring myself to do it. It's just too much money. What I'd like to do is, I like these shorts, five pairs of those. Five, do exactly what my mate did and just wear the same. I'm very happy to wear. I don't care what it looks like. I care if it fits and if it's comfy. That is all I care about. And if I got stuff that's comfy and it fits, I would happily wear the same stuff every day. Just have three or four of each. That's uh, the way to do it. It just annoys me a little bit. I'm thinking, oh, wh- why are you wearing the same kit every day? Just like mix it up. Wear a different color T-shirt. <coughs> yeah. No. The, so the people- for, the, for those of you out there that wear the same kit every single day, and you know you are, Pete Lackey, you know, just change it up a bit. Change once. it, mix it up. That's fine. I think maybe same kit is fine. Have a bit of fun with the socks. Um, you know, I got some new trainers recently. They're quite cool. I feel quite cool in them. Um, are they lemon lulus? No, they're Nikes, mate. They're Nikes. Okay. Do you, do you um, like prefer one type of brand of trainer? No, whatever. Don't care. Okay. Whatever's in the sale. I like Nikes. I'm not sponsored by them. Never have been. Never will be. But just like them. I like the golf shoes. They do some real cool. Okay. Nike Air Jordan golf shoes, mm. and I quite like the free runs. Just fit my feet well. Okay. See, I. I've got got some. Um, wasn't going to mention it. It's got some. Um, not when I say Jordans, not big high cut Jordans, low cut. They're just trainers. They just happen to be Jordans. You would never know they were Jordans, but mm. they're just Nike trainers. They're really good quality. Really nice. I've got some old Air Max One Eighties, which are just cool as frig. Ah, wow. Love them. Ah, if you cool as frig. Love them. Walking around Maidstone, yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. But my roots, mate. And um, but I've also got a couple of pairs of Nikes, which I'm actually going to throw away because they are garbage. They're Don't throw them garbage. away. Give them to charity. No, give them charity. That's what I meant. Yeah. They are garbage. And, you know, this is whatever it is, a 90 quid pair of trainers. And it's like they're, they're almost designed to be to look good on your shoe rack. But if you wear them, there is, I feel like an old man, there is no support. They're just, mm. the quality's all right, but they're just they're just flimsy. Like little, they're like hotel, those hotel slippers you get. Yeah. Only they cost 90 quid or 100 quid. They're rubbish. So... You know, you want an answer, you got it. Yep, no, I got it. Yep, I got it. Um, what did you do in the gym? Come on, tell me. I did, I thought I won't go to the gym again now, probably until 2022. So <laughs> I'll do a bit of everything, won't go mad. I did some I did some calf stuff just for my old Achilles injury. I did some... And also you um, had a good in a pair of shorts. Uh, yeah. You calves, no. mate. Like Johnny Drama would love them. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. I just do, I don't do, I don't lift weights on them per se. I sort of do these lowers. I do, I lower down, you know, on them to help my Achilles. But I did a bit of um, some light shoulder, some shoulder rehab stuff like lat raises, front raises, shrugs. Mm. Again, shrugs, you can go really heavy. Anyone can lift heavy shrugs. But I, like the little dumbbells I use for lat raises, I use like 12s. When I was playing, I used 20s and I was no problem. And now it's like, I just do loads of reps lightweight 
not that many, like 50, no. not many. No. But then did a bit of bench, felt shoulders were hurting and then they put a bit more weight on and they felt fine. So I added a bit more and did four or five sets of bench. Um, and I did some cable flies. They're good, they are, mate. Good for chest definition. I don't have any definition. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I don't have any definition. You've got a big chest, mate. You've got a barrel of a chest. Um, but it... Um, so did a bit of that and actually the, the bench felt all right I haven't done bench for a few weeks and it, it felt all right today mm, so I just did a few sets of eight up you know to I, a certain weight do you know I learned in the gym today and I well I learned it a while ago but it actually this, both songs came on today when I was skipping mm. I did a little bit of skipping, skipping. after yeah. think of Frank Bruno <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you a couple of songs uh, that are good, really good to skip to uh, which often you think like maybe it's dance music or something like that. But nah, 80s music, mate. Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen and Walk of Life oh. by Dire Straits. The beat <gasps> in there oh. is perfect for skipping. Oh. Really good. One of my favourite songs of all time, Tommy, Walk of Life, Skip mate. to the beat and skip all the way through those songs. It's great. And then, you, you know, you have something else like, I don't know, um, the Rude Sandstorm or <laughs> DJ Quicksilver, Bellissima. With a little bit of luck, yeah. we can make it true It's tonight. not the right beat. It's not the right beat. I reckon 80s music is great for skipping. Some of the fast 80s stuff. Yeah, nothing yeah. by Paul Young. But um, yeah, so anyone, anyone who likes hey, okay. skipping out there, I just find skipping's easier. But you still get your heart rate right up. Because it's tough. Yeah. You say skipping like um, someone sings skipping, like you miss the G off the end, don't you? Skipping, you like you got a double N apostrophe at the end. It's the mic, mate. Skipping. <laughs> <laughs> and when you and when you when you, uh, when you can skip, you know, to an advanced level, you actually look quite cool. I think you do. And you then, actually do. And then sometimes you yeah. can throw a little, a little side swipe in, and then side around do you? the other side. Yeah, you can do, and you can do a crossover. Oh, double know. unders sometimes. Like, like he thinks he's Joe Bugner. <laughs> he thinks he's Joe Bugner. He thinks he's the body snatcher, Dylan White. He thinks he's just, the body snatcher. Just make sure you've got a pair of pants on under your shorts. Otherwise, <laughs> the, the boys can come out of the barracks. Oh, they've done it again. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we ever discussed on discussed on this pod um, you, when you were coverage? doing a fitness test, so you couldn't stop. Yeah, and your gentleman was hanging out your shorts while you were doing it. Big time, big time. Talking about gentlemen hanging out wasn't shorts. That, wasn't that big time? You've yeah. <laughs> you've got to watch Vacation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Is it really good? I watched it with my kids last night. It's a fifteen, and they're a little bit younger um, than that. Mm. They are oh, laughs a minute, mate. It's 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 a spin-off of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Chevy Chase has yeah. a cameo role in it at the end. It's his son, basically. But mate, it's funny. It's proper funny. Like you know, sometimes you might have what's his son's name? Car. Sorry, police sorry anyway you yeah. might have you might have three or four sort of laughing uh parts of the of the film like just but this yeah. is every two or three minutes proper belly laughter it's really good love okay it. is my my nine-year-old is uh as you know little buddha is um a monster in a nice way she's an animal she's um her language is inappropriate she's like most nine-year-olds basically she's completely overexposed 
to social media and I've been a terrible parent. But I do try and not let her watch 12s at a push. I let her watch. I've never let her watch a 15 before. Do you think I could risk it considering she's a foul mouth monster as it is? Well, considering you let her smoke, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's fine. so a bottle of wine. And should, bottle of wine, wine yeah. and that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, fine. Yeah, no problem. I think all kids have got to try it. Um, I'd, I'd try and get her off the Bailey's hot chocolate first, mate. She's on. She's off. She's after bloody heroin for um, Christmas. I said yeah, no. There's a couple of. There's a couple of parts you go. Talking like a rim job. Um, oh, it's only a couple yeah, of times okay. I mentioned that, but it's funny, mate. It's really funny. What is a? What is a? Uh, I think it's plumbers do it. I think. Yeah. One of the washers on your on your toilet. I got some plumbers downstairs. Somebody's back door anyway. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, I tell you what I watched um, on your recommendation. Was it landscapers or landscaping? Yeah. Hmm. Like You've really that. got to buy into the Last sort episode. of ab- abstract kind of the artiness of it and the way they framed it, the way yep. they've made it. I think it's really interesting. And it's the sort of thing I I could have watched that, the first one, and just thought, this is balls. I don't like it when you deconstruct it like that. And But I didn't. I was in the right mood, whatever that is. And I just thought, this is amazing. What did you think? Quirky, really quirky. Uh, it's even better because it's a true story. The acting yeah. in it is phenomenal. Olivia yeah. Coleman's in it, and I think it's Professor Lupin from Harry Potter. That's the only thing I know him as. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get yeah. Uh, but the casting is brilliant. The female detective is wonderful. Her boss, uh, oh, he's is, brilliant, is isn't he? Better. She, she, and he are brilliant. Both of them, brilliant. So, yeah, so good. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The last episode was the quirkiest of the lot, but I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was and Olivia Coleman is obviously amazing. Yeah. Um, 100%. But yeah, the, the police chief, whatever his name was, mm. he was bloody funny. She was amazing. She's, she's better probably, but she just has loads more to do. I just love how aggressive aggressive he is and how much he swears. Yeah. I thought he was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm four episodes into Narcos Mexico oh. and I really, really like it. I'm like, this is brilliant. First series one. However, Gamora was released yesterday. Didn't know it was coming out. And I have done three episodes already. My missus goes to bed early because she's up in the night breastfeeding a little bit. So she was knackered yeah. about quarter to nine. And I said, you get yourself up there. I'll be up in a minute. Three hours later, um, Gamora is, she watched 20 minutes of it and she said, this is absolutely horrendous. Nobody can enjoy that. I said it's one of the most critically acclaimed and watched series of all time. And she said, "No, it cannot be. It's horrendous. It's so dark." And I said, "Mate, this is nothing." Oh yeah. But wait till you peel said, a layer yeah. of my skin off. Yeah, exactly. I said, "Get to know Shanks. You see what darkness <laughs> is." Uh, Chris Chris Chesney sent me a text of you, the, the picture of you there when you were commentating, and he said, "What's he doing on my telly? The lab rat." <laughs> The lab rat, invisible man. And I said, it's funny, he's so light on the outside and so dark on the inside. He said, he's black as the night on the inside. It's what he said to me. He's black as the night. <laughs> I meant to send you the screenshot. I've changed. I've bounced back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> make sure, yeah, make sure you keep on with Narcos. I'm on the last I series, will. series three. I think I've got two more episodes to go. Ah, it's brilliant. And I can't wait for it's really good. Gamora. Gamora um, is just Oh, mate, I've also it got, is just... Oh, uh, Money Heist. So they released, on the latest series, they released the first six episodes and then yeah. they released the second six then after that. So I've got that to go as well. So um, that's probably going to keep I've, me occupied. I've, never, I've just 
I just had Christmas because um, we're not be able to do F all. No, no, you're right. Um, I just met a mate of mine, Aaron, in uh, Bath. He he runs a mum? gym. Why not? No, oh, no, Aaron. No, I met. <laughs> I've got met friends of different ages, Tom. Minimum age of thirty is my only criteria. Um, he and he runs a gym in Bath called Tonic with a Q, like Tonic, but Tonic. Yeah. Um, and lovely man. And uh, we went to this cafe, and he said, "Come to this cafe, me. They do Turkish coffees. Oh my days, Ooh. fella." What's that? One day, I'll, one day I'll take you there. My shout. Okay? They have a bath as well. Yeah, you do. Yeah, they scrub. They just scrub. They scrub your undercarriage while you're drinking it, and it does taste better when they do that. I forgot um, to mention. I've had a couple of um, boys come up to me during games recently and saying oh, they really enjoy the pod. And this flat's really like socialised with his mates' mums. I'm going yeah. <laughs> All the time, mate. He's he's weird. He's such. A, he's a weirdo. I don't know whether it's stems from from home life, being ignored. I, I don't what know. What mates' mums are you talking about? Well, you you say you go out with your mates' mums, go for coffees and things like that, and book clubs and everything like that. You do. You mentioned it on a few. few You're mad, pods. mate. You're mad. Um, no, I've got friends. I've got some very close friends in Bath who are older than us, and now you're saying that I go out with all my mates' nah, mums. Listen back. You, you <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't set them straight. Uh, come out of your mouth, mate. I don't know. I don't know where you, I genuinely. I've got no memory, so I don't know where you've got this from. Um, um, you, a few instances you said about a couple of your mates and you know your your friends with their mums. All right, well, Ollie. Okay, Ollie Barkley's mum, for example. I would I would enjoy her company as much as I would enjoy Ollie's company. But everyone says the same. It's not just me. I go, yeah. You know, he's breastfed till he was fifteen. What do you expect? <laughs> I'm still, I'm still getting. Where's Shanks? I say dead. Daddy COVID, which is really inappropriate. Dead. Daddy worked um, all the time. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah. my yeah. mate Aaron mentioned yep. Money Heist, and he said, "Oh, it's really good." And yep. and I was like, "I just, I just don't know if it's dark enough for me." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I watch. I'm trying to watch Shetland on the BBC, and I'm like, I'm battling to get through six episodes because it's. The the actors are great. Couple of the main actors are great. Yeah. It's just like ah, uh, it's just it's deliberately kind of lightweight ish, and I, it's like oh, I just I'm not inspired to watch that. I want real physical jeopardy and harm. Yeah, is that bad? Is that no, so wrong? No, you watch the Ted Bundy Ted Bundy fast to chill out and relax. <laughs> switch, switch your mind off it. <laughs> it's so true. Like I'm reading a book about this horrible murdering Ooh. beast in this, and the whatever spy is coming to get him, whatever, and I'm and an audio book, and it's like, I'm walking the dogs, I've got a one hour slot to walk the dog, dog, I've only yeah. got one dog now, after this, make a couple of calls, but I'm like, I get those calls done, so I can, get ahead of Christmas, so I can listen, so I can chill out, yeah, I've forgotten what it's called, uh, somebody Cummings, I'll, you know, I'll find out for you. a couple of things, uh, now I sent you, you know we like the odd accidental partridge, yeah, um, Andrew Cotter does one, at the start of Glasgow Exeter, Oh, great. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Have you got it? Uh, I haven't got it. I watched it last night because he texted me about it. It's it's wonderful. He's talking oh, about great. seeing a mouse through the eye of an eagle and then you find out it's not a mouse, it's a tiger. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was doing commentary with him. I would have said, I know a great owl sanctuary. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. But also I sent you um, a clip of... Uh, Chatterbix oh, on a podcast. Oh, Tommy. So it's a podcast I listen to with uh, oh. Joe Wilkinson and David Earl. 
and there's one with an impressionist um what's his name now it's terry something it's just it's terry yeah. minot m-y-n-o-t-t right and it is just if you would just want to go to the impressions go to like 28 minutes into it unbelievable um like his alan partridge impression is it doesn't even sound like an impression does it it's him wogan brilliant you know, oh, still picking through the wreckage. Is <laughs> <laughs> right. You know when people say I was laughing, I was laughing out loud. I bent yep. double. I was. I wasn't bent double. I was sitting down on a train platform in Bath, going to London, and you and I played it. You said, "Listen to this." From thirty minutes in, I I just zoomed it along, listened, and it is honestly because impressions are really funny, but mm. there's kind of a limit to how funny they can be. Generally, they're. Re- I love them. One Partridge or Trump impression, and you've heard them all. Mm. This guy, I don't know why, it had me properly squealing. And there's a couple of people looked at me and laughed because I was laughing so loud on the train platform. And I tried to keep it in. Yeah, I was wheezing. And when I got on the train, I got my toiletries bag out because I was going for an overnight stay, and I had to take my aspirin inhaler because I'd made myself wheeze. Uh, and it's quite difficult Brilliant, to make mate. sort of comedians laugh, isn't it? Sometimes because yeah, the, yeah. And these both these blokes are, are pretty dry, but they're gone. You know, it's hurting them on the inside. They're laughing that much. Oh, they're gone. And one of them, Wilkinson, said, "This is the happiest I've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. It's the best day of my life." (laughs) The episode after, then they're back down to being depressed. Yeah. Oh, this it was just brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. The Wogan one, still picking through the wreckage. I mean, if you haven't heard it, it's what's it called, Chatterbix? Yeah. Honestly. If listen to the whole podcast because those guys are just so funny anyway. But if you haven't got time because it's Christmas or whatever, zoom to thirty minutes and just give yourself five minutes to. Ronnie it will Corbett. cut you in half. Good. Oh, mm. I mean, everyone's heard Ronnie Corbett, yeah. but it's just it's so funny. He it's, is so funny. It's the language and it's the delivery and it's the sentence you use from it as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so. And it's yeah, it's Morgan Freeman. It, a little bit of Morgan. It's what Freeman he says. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was the best of times. It was the worst. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Oh, I knew you would. I knew I've been absolutely loved it. And I think it's you're the so only one that's good. actually taken the time to listen to it. Because you don't, do you? You never do. It's like you always do. Whenever I send you anything, you always, you're so organized, you find time. I'm like, oh, I've listened to that later. And it's, yeah. Next thing I know, it's three weeks later. Have you done that yet, Flat? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, Have you sorry, done the mate. cameo oh. video? Yeah, no. Sorry, mate. No, no, no. Just not an organised bloke. Um, I'm just not. I'm trying my best. I'm better than I used to be, but I'm just not. Um, but yeah. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We are, look, you know, we say this every week. We are not doing every blooming game. There weren't that many games, but we're not doing Yeah, I think we're this, doing a I couple. Think, no, Flats, I think you're wrong. I think we can't do every game. Because <laughs> there's only a couple. <laughs> well, uh, by the way, um, just there's a bit, been, been a bit of chat down at Exeter Chiefs. You know, they've, the, the salary cap's coming down. There's a lot of players moving around now. So Genge to, mm. well, Genge to Bristol was an interesting one. And Very. Obviously, Ford to sales a thing. So, are they Leicester's two best players? Probably um, close to it. Ford being number one. Mm. Genge, very close to being you know, one of the most important players at Leicester. Visa, um, Youngs. Yeah. Well. Right, yeah, of course, there's, there's a few yeah. of them, but Genge is in that top yeah. bracket. And so he's gone back to Bristol. A couple of things I found interesting. Um, firstly, like... You know, let's let's just skip the whole loyalty chat because it's it's all balls, and he can go where he likes, yeah. and they all can. I found it odd that, like, um, I guess it's just these days, but like, I was chatting with some mates that used to play with or whatever, and it's like, imagine if you sign for another club halfway through a season, which happens all the time, and they put a video out of you going to meet their DOR and hugging and whatever. What would happen? Or what would happen back at the club? And it's like, it depends who you are, but if you played at the same club as some of the guys I played with and they played with, there's a good chance you would you'd get a, at least a smack in the mouth at training, like at least something, like you just you'd couldn't banished, do that. Mate. You'd be banished to have food on your own and a table in yeah, the you, corner. It, it you just, wouldn't be involved in socials. Yeah. Massively. But now I just think, well, who cares? Like, go for it. I see the video and I think, well... I probably wouldn't have wanted a club to do put a video out of me hugging their director of rugby while I'm still playing for my old, the same you know different club. Yeah, but that's because it was a diff, completely different time. This is so long ago. Also, no one cared who I signed for. But I thought, do you know what? The more I watch it, I think go for it. And no one's like going to say anything to Genge anyway. It's a bit like football now, you know, like a transfer window. And go for it, mate. He's waiting. He's Why not? At the end of the season. I don't... Yeah. It's not going to affect his game at all. If anything, he'll probably want to. He'll have that extra five ten percent yeah. to prove that he's not complacent and he still wants to do well for the club. So it'd be flat out, mate. Mm. And you're allowed yep. to change clubs. And it's always it's like I just think, oh, go for it, lads. As long as you know, and you know that because both see Borthwick said they had a chat about it. As long as the club aren't finding out on Twitter, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, which they're not. I say, yeah. I'll go for it, mate. Yeah. So that that's big moves and. um Sam Skinner now, just down at Chiefs, there's been a bit of chat about Johnny Hill um, leaving Exeter. And, you know, they've got Johnny Gray, Johnny Hill. They've got Sam Skinner. You've got three international second rows there. And you think, are there a lot of money, those three? And with the salary cap coming down, I'm thinking, hmm. So there's chat about Johnny Hill going, Sam Skinner has now signed for Exeter. He's leaving Chiefs. Been there a long time. 
it's just starting to happen, isn't it? Players are starting yeah. to cock yeah. to Vincent Cock to, to wasps and all that. Soon, mate. I reckon. I reckon there'll be a transfer window in football, mate. Uh, in yeah, rugby, maybe, yeah. maybe one a year. I tell you what is a a big difference is salary caps. You know, so I'm not having a salary cap in Europe. So, yeah, you know, that's <coughs> a bit of an unfair playing field, but it has always been the same. Um, and yeah, it is. Maybe, maybe I mean, to look at that. But then you can't. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, if you yeah. if you put Racing on the same salary cap as Bath and Worcester and London Night, whatever London Night, whatever it's like, the Premiership clubs. Bath be the highest. It's like. They, they would have to. They would have to lay off half of their team. Yeah. <laughs> like it, I know it's I almost know, like well, yeah. I just think if an English club's going to win it, it better be now. Mm. <laughs> you know because they're going to struggle the next few years. Well, they won't be able to keep everybody, and um, you know it, it is. Yeah, it is. It is going to have an effect, but you know the, the salary cap thing. Obviously, COVID is what has has been a catalyst for it because these club owners have just lost so much money the last year or so. But and we need the club owners to not leave, you know. So mm. that's important. But really, I've said this before on the pod. I expect it's the sort of thing that is not popular with players and agents. And I'm open to be proven wrong. But if you have, you know, thirteen Premiership clubs, and what is it, you know, in, in a normal season? of the 12 or 13, 10 or 11 are, are losing money every year and a lot of them, a good good number of those are losing a lot of money into the millions, then you have to look at your outgoings and your, your, your outgoings by a mile, your biggest outgoing is player salaries. So it makes sense to me that the payers are, the players are being paid too much. So I want the lads to have massive contracts. I'm not this bitter ex-pro who wants everyone to earn less than I did. Rip in, lads. I hope Genji's on 10 million at Bristol. I couldn't give her monkeys. Go yeah, for it. I would. But it's like, go for it, lads. But at the same time, if the clubs are, you know, if, you're, if you, you've hammered your club for an extra 50 grand and they're losing two and a half million a year or two million, whatever it is, it's like, this isn't working. There's not enough merchandise revenue, ticket revenue. There's not enough. And it makes sense that, there should be less money going on salaries. I think it does just make sense. If, if I'm wrong, the only base, the only opinion I'll hear that can tell me I'm wrong is Mark Evans. If he tells me I'm wrong, then I might change my mind. Otherwise, I'm out. That's um, where I'm at. A couple of players I want to mention, right, from the weekend. Uh, start with Ulster. James Hugh, quality player. He's had quality a player. of really good games now. and He'll certainly be, I think, in the eyes of Andy Farrell now coming up into Six Nations. You know, there's not too much time. There's not too many games now between now and start the tournament. Um, I think he's the inform 13 at the moment. Footwork, okay. really good. Pace, okay. really good. Skill, brilliant. You know, got good vision. Defensively good. And his partnership with Stuart McCloskey. McCloskey. Yeah. yeah. Nice, sh- nice midfield, that. Really nice. And McCloskey is a bit like Esther Hazen in a way. Like, people just think he's just a one-trick pony, but there's so much more to his game. Like, yeah. his distribution game, his offloading game, his carrying game, which we all know about. It's unfortunate, though. I think he pulled a hamstring in the game against Northampton because you look at combinations, you know, internationally, you know, who works well together, who reads each other well. And they potentially could have been in for... Um, selection, I think. Um, yeah. But then you, you've also got Bandiaki and Guy Ringrose, um, loads of others. 
Hey, um, how, how much do you wish you'd been commentating in Glasgow with Andrew Cotter oh. in the fog? It would have been so much fun. Everyone's like, oh, but you're good one to miss that. No, no, yeah. no. It would have been great. You'd have had such a laugh. Phone's going off. Yeah. I would have just announced tries. He's in. <laughs> and then just leave it to Cotter. <laughs> what a hit. Just oh, leave it. He's punched him bang in the nose. <laughs> what a hit. Red card. Every day of the week. Um, Jack Dempsey. Yeah. Very good, mate. Very good. He was yep. quality against the Dragons when I covered the game out there. Explosive off the uh, off the back of the scrum. Powerful, yep. strong. You know, just Matt Fagerson, a good old boy. Well. They've got yep. some good options, haven't they, Scotland? Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, and I didn't think they'd beat Exeter by so many. No. 20, 22-7. It's a big squad. It's a tough place mind. to go, mine, Scotsdale. But Exeter just not having the greatest of year. Are they? And no, they're not. No, they're not. They're not quite at it. This is the Ben K after, and it's just saying they need something like a, a trip away, or you know, just to spend a few days, just to reset, do something. You know, whether it's yeah. like Saracens did, you know, go to a beer festival, which which you can't do at the moment during these times. But they need something just to start their season again and kick yeah. well, kickstart it really, because they're, yeah. they're they're too good a team to um, to be losing so heavily and. And I'm not sure how they're doing. They're not doing particularly well in the in the Gallagher, are they? They're. I think they're. I think they're fourth, but they're yeah. they're not. They're not doing. Not it. They're not at their best. To. No, and, and a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes as well. You know, they they look out of shape. Um, we're so used to them sort of playing that pretty wide game, but they're not for whatever reason. They, they don't seem to be winning as many collisions. They're not doing as much damage um, with the driving line out, pick and goes. You know, normally they they physically dominate teams and that allows them to play a lot wider and with pace but they're just not for whatever reason sure Tommy finger on it. sure Tommy um, yeah they're not quite there and then you think if Johnny Hill goes if Skinner goes that they're two important players but you they're two important grunt players but I actually think that strangely or not strangely Thomas Thomas Francis is an interesting player to talk about because he does his bit around the field, like he's not a liability around the field, but he's not a contributor. Let's just talk about Exeter Chiefs into the same level that Harry Williams or Alec Hepburn contributes around the field. Yep. Those guys do so much in attack and defence. Thomas Francis is, is really primarily, a, you know, as a prop, he concentrate. he's more about his core roles, you know, so working the tight and scrum work, he's good at the breakdown, offensive breakdown, clears out a lot of boys and all that. Him going has left a real hole there because Harry Williams is an excellent rugby player. There was a chat a few months ago about him signing for Racing. Don't know what that's come to or coming to. Don't know. Um, but actually, the, the the scrum has dropped off. The chief scrum has dropped off a bit. And they've looked, you know, on the tight head, they've looked a bit nervous for a season or so. Quite a lot of early, a bit of early engaging, bit of balance loss. And they haven't quite looked so solid, solid and dominant. And... You couple that with the fact that this season they're giving away more penalties at the breakdown than other teams. Um, I think it's any other teams in the Prem or close to it. Actually, what you've got is physical dominance is compromised by not dominating at the scrum um, and not dominating the malls like you were. And it's also, they want to keep the ball for 20, 30 phases at a time you're, and, and a teams eventually break. If you're giving away, every time you give away a breakdown penalty, and they're giving them away in big numbers, you undermine that and the team are let off, the opposition are let off. So they are, they're not quite there. 
They're not quite there. And as we mentioned, Glasgow, like Rory Darge, really good player. Um, a bit like Hamish Watson in, in his style of play. And then you've got yeah. Tupaluto in the centre, Sam Johnson, like playing, Ross Thompson's coming on. And uh, and Josh Mackay at 15 looks a special player. You know, he's, they've been desperate to get him as fast as they can. Um, he's come in, he's basically come straight off the plane in and, and looks really good defensively as well. He's a new Stuart Hogg, isn't he? He's a new Stuart Hogg. Mm. Um, and it won't be long before he has his teeth and air done. It won't. Just head out to Turkey. Gets on the it? ink. Gets on the ink game. Um, right, we, we can, you know, we can sort of skip through a little bit, but... We can't skip over the Quinns Cardiff game, yeah. uh, on which we both commentated for different yeah. channels. Me on BT, you on Four. Um, should have been together, mate. The dream team. Of course we should. Everyone knows that. Mm. Just tell the blim. It's the blooming suits, isn't it? It's the suits up top. Politics. Um, I that game, boy. I mean, it's easy to say, oh, it's never. They were always going to pull away, and they were really. But at yeah, half time, genuinely, I thought if. If their set piece stands up and yep. Quinns don't get to launch, if if Cardiff set piece stands up and Quinns don't just get to launch Esther Hazen for the next 15, 20 minutes, the set, the third quarter, Cardiff could win this. Like yep. they look good enough to win it. And I thought Dan Fish, as I said on Twitter, he wasn't just good considering he's not a 10 and considering, you know, at, he hasn't played uh, first choice. He hasn't played... Um, first team level at 10 for Cardiff before and he's retired 35 times he's not played for Cardiff he, for a while really like yeah you know he's been playing for um, sort of the premiership team of Cardiff yeah he, but he was Marcus Smith was exceptional yep and Dan Fish was not far behind nope. he, was he I mean nope, he was not at all you, you, you would class that if you delete Marcus Smith from the first half then Dan Fish is the best player he's on the a field. Natural he was player, fantastic. Isn't he? He's not yeah. robotic in any way in his decision making. He plays heads up. He's really skillful. Um, you know, just brave. You can, you can imagine him and Marcus yeah. Smith. Imagine them in your in your touch team. You'd win it. Yeah, nightmare. You'd win it because they're that good and that yeah. skillful. Um, and he hasn't played ten much at all. But the control of the game was good. Not that it, there was much control, but the way he wanted to attack and the way he took his time, you know, especially when he's running back and, and just weighing up the options, whether to dummy, whether to, to step, whether to kick, I thought were absolutely excellent. I thought um, Jim Botham set the tone really well at the start with a massive hit on Dombran. Absolutely pummeled him, didn't he? Um, yeah. And then you had Cameron Winnett, who was a teenager at 15, making his first start at senior level and scores a nice try. He did well. You've got primary school teacher um, at uh, Yardley yeah at two you've got a groundsman who paints the lines at Aberavon in Rowan Jenkins at one and for 60 minutes well 58 minutes it was 17 all and you just think if Josh Adams managed to dot down that ball when he goes over the line you know that would really have worried Harlequins and then you know four minutes later or whatever Don Brandt does the same but just manages to to put the ball down, and, and that was the difference. Um, but they certainly had Quinns worried, I think, for a bit. And, and fair play to Quinns, right? Because I thought, the second half, they changed it around a bit. Like, Danny Kerr was kicking the ball out a little bit more. You know, they didn't they didn't want to keep it in as much. And I thought they would just truck Esther Hazen up continuously, just get yards, yards. But they didn't. They kept using Esther Hazen as a, as a playmaker. Um, he put the balls out the back, and eventually they got reward for their tries, and it was... I think it was Marchant, wasn't it, who the crossfield kick when it was down goes over. Yep. But but then, you know, the floodgates opened up and 
I think out of the bench, six out of the bench for Cardiff were 20 years old or younger. And, you know, you just can't compete with, you know, the players that were coming on for, for Quinns, you know, Northmore, Liner. Um, who else? Um, uh, Jaltema. Matt it? Simmons came on as Jaltema. well. Lewis Jaltema. Jaltema, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jaltema, yeah. He's good. <coughs> I mean... Taulani. It was, it was just great to watch yep. like Cardiff rip into it and it wasn't just oh, plucky old boys having a go they look really good yeah. I mean one point they're scoring tries from what Aussies would call rab footy which is just same way carrying off line out carry same way carry same, and they just do Quinns in the end like, Quinns should be defending better than that yep. really is the truth but thought that they just did it nicely but Dan Fish for me was the guy because yep. what he is is I said in comms which you won't have heard because you were doing it yourself but I said He's the sort of guy that 10 years from now will be playing for a local village vets team and he will still have the touch. He'll be slow. He'll have a bit of carry, a bit, a few extra pounds, a bit of timber. He will still have the touch. He mm. will still be sending people the wrong way, stitching people up, dropping lovely passes and kicks in. Yep. He is a proper rugby player and, you know, they've got really nice options at 10 of Cardiff. So like it's easy to say, him give him a season. contract. He is good enough to play in any yep. game at 10. He just is. He was brilliant. Also, I don't think that Josh Adams was a yellow card. Um, Tyrone Green ends up going over the top of him. And what are you meant not to do there? That. No, it's not. Because yep. Josh Adams is going low, which you meant to go low. You can't, you know, if you go high, there's a risk of head on head. He goes low. You've got to have some momentum when you make a tackle as well. You know, so you need some sort of forward momentum to make a, a dominant tackle. And if you look at it, Tyrone Green gives the ball and then jumps and it's just physics then you know he jumps into the air so Josh Adams ends up tackling him you're not allowed to jump into a tackle that's illegal and that's what flips him over so well actually actually Tom there's no law that says you can't jump into a tackle but jumping into a tackle counts as dangerous play yeah so you can penalise it yeah okay that's what I meant however if someone jumps into a tackle you can't penalise the defender basically that isn't it like yeah yeah. there was there was one with Tom de Glanville and Joe Marler at the stoop coincidentally a couple of months ago and Luke Pierce was talking about a red and it just about got downgraded to a yellow. And I said in comms, it looks awful because he's done a, almost a full spin in the air, like NFL style, Tom de Glanville. But I don't think that's even a penalty. And mm. I spoke to Luke Pierce after the game and he, he actually said, I think you might be right on that. Having looked at it again, it how just do, looks bad. How do you speak to all these refs after games? Because you, you mentioned a lot. Do you like wait by their changing room for a little word, like, like Mourinho would or Klopp? <laughs> Uh, do you give me no, on the phone. Or do you, on the phone. Or do you walk into the, the middle of the pitch after the game <laughs> and like talk behind your talk behind your hand like this? Yeah, talk. I did. But yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I just sit in there. Or, know, you I got, just, or you could just say it, and people just believe you. I got to know. No, I did speak. Right. I got to know a few refs quite well when I was still playing and doing my column because I would go into the refs' change room. Did to my level my two? Did my level two? No, I did my. Um, I did. I used to write my column in the ref's changing room at the rec after games and mm. just to get it in on time. But um, that you see, you know, yeah, and I'm just you make social guy. Yeah? You make friendships. Um, yeah, so Quinns did well in the end. You know, I, I, I agree. I thought it was an inevitable they would win, you know, especially with the team they bought out and the scrum was a lot solid second half and gave me a little bit of an upper hand, as you can imagine with yeah, players coming on. Um, but what, It was great. What, it was yeah, great. It was good. Um we love him. Connacht did pretty well against Leinster. Sam Warburton get a hammering for calling him Connaught. Can't call him Connaught. <laughs> it's Connacht. 
Connacht. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm proud to say, I'm proud to say that I haven't seen it. Oh, because I got a Sunday off because the Toulouse Wasp game that I was commentating on with Ben Kay got yep. cancelled, postponed, whatever. And I actually booked Sunday lunch out and went out and had a few drinks and Sunday lunch and did that, socially distanced, and haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight. But actually, good. no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to watch it tomorrow morning. Tonight, I'm going to try and get stuck into Gamora. Um, but apparently, what I've read is, I've read all about it, and apparently Dan Cole saved the day. Yeah, he was good. Um, ben Young what did he do? Good. I can't remember what he did. He was good though, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, but he's always good, mate, really, if we're honest. Yeah. Um, Le- Leicester, uh, Leicester. Yeah, Leicester ended up doing pretty well going wide, actually. I think it was a couple of times Wooten. You know, so it's difficult. You, you try and fly out the line because your number's down um, and it's make or break sometimes because if you don't fly out the line, you know, there's a natural overlap. And the reason you fly out the line is because you're trying to stop a, a pretty certain try. You know, so it's make or break, basically. And a couple of times he got exposed and Leicester did really well. Um, is it Salmaki? Yeah. 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 Scores a really nice try. They created a couple of nice tries, really. Uh, I tell you, um, John Porch is good. He, play, he was on the wing for. Connacht. Oh yeah. He often plays. You for like the, him, do you? Yeah, he's an Aussie sevens player. I've watched him a lot this year, but but quietly pacey, skillful, exactly what you'd imagine, you know, a, a world class sevens player to be like. And he's come straight in to to Connacht and done pretty well. Uh, Jack Carty's the man, though. I wonder if he's yeah, I saw his drop goal. He's yeah, guy, it's just he? class, mate. You know, good defense by by Connor. They you know they get off the line. He ends up you know trying lesser trying to force the ball wide. He gathers the ball, shows pretty decent pace. He, he scores a lot of intercept tries because he reads the game really well um, in attack. Why is defense. Jack Carty playing for Ireland more? Tell me that. Do you know what? They've got good be, options. Could but it be why down not? to size? I like him. Could it be down to size? Because don't he's not the biggest don't start bug. me on that. Well. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Like George, George Ford. Ford's yeah. not a big bloke, no, mate. He's, not. he's one of the best tens England have ever had. He's not. I know that, but you know, ten has to make loads of tackles more than I think more than most of the backs really because he's targeted all the time. No, I don't. I don't know if it's Marcus it is, Smith's mate. not a big bloke. Yeah, I don't know what it is, mate. I don't know. What, yeah, Marcus Smith's tackle technique is actually really good. Um, so is Jack Carty's really. So I, I don't know. He just. Hasn't fit the bill for whatever. Maybe Johnny Sexton, um, maybe Ross Byrne. You know, there's a bit um, like me though, isn't it? If your face doesn't fit, should have a hundred caps. Don't. It's 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 very very much about, you know, coaches' favourites, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's who puts their hands up. When I when I when I went to Clive's Clive Woodward's suite once at the Penny Hill Park, and Clive, he said, "You've ever got a problem? If you ever got a problem with selection, you come and speak to me about it." And when I walked in there. And saw Jason Leonard getting out of the shower. I knew I was in trouble. Yeah, really hot. And as well, you know, steaming, steaming, and you know, yeah. So there's, there's there has been a lot of pretty decent tens in front of him. Obviously, Sexton being the main one. Um, so I don't know who's the guy at um, Munster now. Carberry, Carberry, yeah, another one. Yeah, he's in Sunday. The moment. Nickname Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, I hope he does. I hope he does get a game time in. Uh, and Six Nations because he deserves. So do it. I, Tom. So do I. If he doesn't, I don't know what I'll do. Really I hope like, he does. I really like Connor though. Like they got a they got a real decent team now. Some yeah, good old boys. Some proper good. Like Wooten is, is good on the wing. We got Porch, Bundy, Aki, Carty, Marmion, 
Blade. Could, You're just naming names now. Yeah. Corky, Ginger. I like and, I like uh, I love tiddles. televisions. I like Sony's, I like Samsung's, I like LG's. Um what? you know, and then you're then you're into the realms of Bush. Um, Pioneers, Panasonic's, Bush, mm. Sharp. I mean there's loads of different ones that I like. Goodman's. If you're trying Goodman's. to save, save a little bit on the pennies. Yeah. So there's loads Higher that one. I like. I love paint. I love different coloured paints. I like Tartan blue paint. I like red. Camouflage I like pink. paint. I like brown paint. I, you know, there's loads of different sorts of boxes that I like. I like big, medium. I like the ones that are in between. You see what I mean? What about women, mate? Um, I just what? Yeah. kind, just kind <laughs> ones, <Just> kind <laughs> ones. <laughs> oh boy, boy! Right. Um, Look, keep going, fella. Yeah. What are, you, what are your plans this week? Everything cancelled, or you're right? Um, nothing on. Um, I'm um, I'm going to a illegal rave tonight. Eight thousand people in a in a warehouse in um, Bristol. You're going to wear that T-shirt from when you were yeah. 19. Yeah, well. got a li- illegal rave tonight, um, and then a French kissing competition in the morning, and then Christmas. Basically, what about you? Mm, nothing, mate. Nothing. I, I want to do. I got my jab on Wednesday, um, and then I I want to head to M and S for a food shop. I only go like Good. once or twice a year, special occasions. Yeah. Um, and it opens at six, so I'm going to get there at, at six in Colorado's Cross. If anyone wants Loser. to go there, have a couple of photos, I'll sign a few autographs. Doesn't matter. Whatever I'd love it if you got there at six and actually they'd <laughs> lo- lo- the load of their deliveries haven't come yet and you're just stood there like a knob. <laughs> yes. Where are your marriage you pipers? you should be there early because it makes you a knob. Yeah. There's no sprouts. Where where's, are the sprouts? Where's that thousand calorie dessert? The chocolate yeah. bread and butter pudding. Um, just quick answer. Mm. What's your Christmas Day meat? Uh, field and flour. Yeah, obviously. Um, I've got a two and a half kg crown turkey oh. breast. I'm going to put my meter into it. Oh. And I've got an oven. I've got a conventional oven. Okay. Fan right. assisted. Yeah. Interesting your thoughts on this. Will it, will it make it more moist, my turkey? If I add like a little tray of water at the bottom of the oven, what I would do is, what I would do is this, Tommy. I just asked one question. You can go right over the top with the old turkey thing. Mm. Keep it at one forty, one fifty. Doesn't need to be high. And stick your meter in. And if I were you, I would do a bacon lattice over the top. Keeps a bit of moisture in, and you get some nice crispy bacon oh, yeah. on top. And yeah, a little moist pot at the bottom. Why not? A little pot of water would be fine. Um, leave it at that. That's what I do, and that is what Ben Forte does, who is the big boss at Commando Joe. He's on um, okay. Instagram, and I was talking about turkeys last week, and he goes, I'm actually going to... We were talking about Christmas food and stuff, and then he put a post up about the turkeys, and I was like, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Um, or right. Traegers are particularly good for turkeys. I can't be bothered to go outside and do it. Um, are you horrible bloke? I'm going to do it inside, but I have ordered a lot of stuff pre-made from Field and Flower, so... Uh, yeah, I got my stuff in done. Um, I'm not doing turkey. You've got a problem with that? No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm not even it. the biggest fan of turkey. To be honest, I love right. turkey. Well, I love it. I only have it once a year, really, unless it's like a little turkey slice from Tesco's. Uh, but I'm going to do Jamie Oliver. I've done my Jamie Oliver gravy. My lovely gravy. It's already frozen. Um, well done. I'm going to do my my spuds in a bit of fat and a bit of goose fat and a bit of turkey fat. Shed a load of garlic and rosemary in there. Um, 
bit of cauliflower cheese, probably some red cabbage. Okay. Um, sprouts. Yep. I've got, I, okay. I hate sprouts, but I'll have one or two. I'll just swallow them. Sprouts. Whole. A nice way to do sprouts is to get... Swallow like, them like again, an oyster, filled flour. I get um, a whole pancetta. Yeah. And I chop it into little cubes, Lovely. or lardons, whatever you call it, and do it, <laughs> fry that off with what? the sprouts. Really nice. You chop your what up? What? Your lardon. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> it's Christmas, isn't it? Um, and that's a nice way to okay. do sprouts. Yeah, right. What's I've got a porchetta as well. I've got a porchetta as well for Christmas Day, which I'm very much looking forward to. I use a bread knife to chop my um, joint joints of pork. Uh, pudding, Christmas pudding, boy. What, what I love a, it. Sorry, what is a porchetta? Porchetta is basically pork. I think it's belly. I'm not sure, but it's rolled and it's rolled around different herbs and there's like an apricot oh. and sage stuffing in it and it's a female field and flower job. <laughs> it is delish. Is it? Delish, boy. Yeah, it's the best. I'm also going to do a river beef as well with it. Oh, well done, boy. Yeah. Um, well done. So, a bit like Toby Carvery. Yeah, a bit Tommy like Tommy Carvery. Yeah, exactly. Joey Carvery. Yep. Joey, um, look, good luck to you, fella. Have a great Christmas. Have a great Christmas to all of our uh, listeners out there. We we love you. We need you. We want you. Send okay. us a review, will you? Just give us something. Oh, give us some positive Jesus. feedback, all right? Because at the Christ moment, sake. I need two positives. One, because obviously a negative of Omicron, and the other one, just, just nice to have a positive. It's just nice to have a positive, isn't it? All right. Um, right, get your driving gloves on. See you around. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.